hearing is Jalen Carter, the D-tackle from Georgia, just won a national championship with the Bulldogs. Big, big guy, 6'3", 315 pounds. He could make an immediate impact, a day one starter because of his ability to create pressure. What up? It's Too Much Dip Podcast. I'm Dave. Joining me in studio, as always, still in shivery. Not much gets me as excited as when Dave's got a, some kind of sound clip queued up and looks at that board like he's Martin Skrillex and he's ready to start making something just absolutely happen for the people. They were calling me Martin Skrillsazy. Really? No. In fact, that's mixing an already very uh, niche joke that you just made, so that was stupid. I should have seen this dude on the board just now. Y'all should have seen him. Gosh. You can see me. Go to YouTube and watch this. Hey, man, it's that time of year when I'm just crazy horny for Puck. Yeah, well. I am. I hope you're sitting down. You are. I'm looking at you. because Golden Knights are buzzing. Guess who's here? They got the Connor McDavid's rolling into town. Yeah, that's not the team name, but he is on that team. It's going to be sick. If yeah, we only got- we had an expert live in studio. Oh, it's Coldstone's own. Cold Stove and Coldstone's own Brett Merriman. Thank you for having me again, uh, Too Much Dip Nation. I appreciate you uh, inviting me on to talk puck in this time of year. I have, however, never worked at Coldstone. But what is Coldstone? Is that ice cream? It's ice cream. One of my favorite ensembles, I guess, of, of dessert items you can have. Okay. No, it's like the not. It's not the best ice cream pound for pound. It's not the best Oreos pound for pound. It's not you know. But when you put that together, on the stone, makes one of my favorite desserts of all time. Okay. Shouts to the Cold Stone at the Prudential Center in Boston. There's just something about that stone. When it gets cold, it's it, different. It, the stone. It's 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 stone is cold. That's the thing about it. People don't realize. Before we hop in, can I just ask you on the rundown if you have anything about Antonio Brown? No. Should we? Yeah, well, fuck you, Antonio Brown. Well, Ooh. yeah. Noted fuck sc- that fucking ass. Noted scumbag, Antonio Brown. Scumbag. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, what, what did he do this time? I've apparently missed some breaking news here. I, I knew he wasn't well-liked, but. So he purchased uh, upstate New York's premier arena football league team, the Albany Empire. Got it. My hometown team, Dave. Sort of. It's like a half-hour drive south. We claim them. They play at the arena that was traditionally like the closest to see any minor league hockey, arena football, NCAA basketball. Many a time it's been a, uh, a regional destination. Are they going to start selling Bud Light at the stadium now or what? What's going on? Only, think, only Pepsi products. Oh, okay. It used to actually be called the Pepsi Arena. Now it's the Times Union Center maybe or something, SEFQ, whatever. But Antonio Brown bought 95% of this team. And in three weeks of the season, two head coaches have quit. The GM is out. 21 players have quit, and he hasn't paid anybody. Well, that seems like a problem. What? Violation of Uber, numerous uh, labor laws. He's making us, look like the Capital District in upstate New York, look, look bad. And he's putting out uh, calls for players on Twitter to come play for them. Hasn't paid anybody. Is this like a uh, Dion Colorado? Like, he just wants to get his guys in there? He's just kind of weird. I don't know. Out. It I doesn't think, really work like that. I just think he's a scumbag who is like, oh, let me buy like a cheap arena football team. And then run it into the ground because I, I thought it was going to be different. Maybe he's uh, trying what? to tank the team so they can relocate. I don't, it's like, it's so dumb. It's just so, and like, it's. What an asshole. Yeah, he, he, he is a true, true scumbag. 
And well, like I know people, like I know people that have worked in the communications department and PR stuff for Albany. It used to be called the Albany, uh, like Sword. I don't even remember, but Albany. They've been around for a long time through ups and downs of arena football. But Albany's always had a team, and I've had buddies work in their departments, and, and now they're just like, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then, like they were making crazy money anyway, kind of scraping by, and now they're just not getting paid by this fucking scumbag. Well, I'm going to speak for everybody here, and I hope you guys don't mind. This podcast is a pro-labor podcast, okay? So the workers must unite, and we got to do something about management. Matter. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't <laughs> I'm know. I'm looking that at works. his Twitter feed, and you're right, dude. What the hell? It's just so weird. What a scumbag! Like, you could probably get a tryout. I can still sling it a little bit. I'm not very mobile or accurate with the football, but I can still spin it. Okay. So I and plus I've I've, I've never uh, you know I've never run like an actual offense before. Okay. Yeah, you're not really selling yourself here. I actually I've, take back what I said. I've never gone through the progressions and thrown every every part of the route tree efficiently. So. Um, I'm not really selling myself, am I? Um, if you're wondering, no, not at all. If you're wondering where KJ's at, uh, KJ called me. KJ's going to be joining us in probably the next 10 to 15. Um, he tried to, I believe he tried to record from the Frisco Public Library, but they wouldn't let him because he didn't have proof of residence. I don't know. I've got, he just, it was very quick convo. I'm, I'm very excited to, to hear um, what went down there. But Brett's here, so Brett's going to, we're just going to kick off with some hockey, but before we do, I need you guys to go follow Too Much Dip Pod on Twitter and Too Much Dip Podcast on Instagram. You're going to get memes. You're going to get fun stuff. You're going to get show clips. Maybe some of the show clips will have a joke of mine that don't land with most of the MMA community on YouTube. That's okay. That's okay. It's fine. I'm happy to be the uh, laughing stock of MMA fans around the world. Fine. I'm not mad at all. That's not at all as I shrink and turn into a corn cob. Anyway, Brett, how about this hockey, man? Can you can you break the Houston Coyotes thing? No, I can't yet, but man alive, is it looking like the Coyotes are almost guaranteed to not be in Arizona moving forward. In Potentially even not like next season. Usually these things take a couple of years to like, oh yeah, they got to sell and then move and build. In a, no, no, no. Like next year... They may no longer be – like, they may have played their last game in Arizona. So why is Houston the front-running city right now to get that team? Because they they have a, an arena that could basically fit a, – a rink could be NHL-sized with NHL audience immediately. Broadcast is there, housing, you know, all the things that go into putting a hockey team in a, in a city, it's already done. It, it's as turnkey as any market out there. Maybe Kansas City and maybe Quebec City, but Houston the, doesn't deserve a hockey team. Oh, I, what about the Arrows? Dude? I think they do. I think they should. I think it would be, be fun. fun. It would be fun. Have a little I, Dallas Dallas Houston rivalry. I'm just envious, Dave. I mean, I'm I'm so just starved for real professional sports in this city. Oh, you want it here? I, I we can't have fucking anything. It's and soccer. I'm sorry. Ooh, this guy's count. It doesn't count. I just I want one of the big sports here. I, I don't, I'm I'm so desperate for it. I agree with you. I totally agree with you. I don't know why they didn't make the Moody Center capable of holding a hockey rink. I think that's a dumb move, a short sighted move. Biggest city in the country without uh, one of you know baseball, football, basketball, hockey. Mm -hmm. I agree. I know. Give me one, one of those, and they, I will be 
so happy. You know, Vegas has like nine teams in the last three years. New York has like seven hockey teams. It's ridiculous. Real quick, if I know Elon has his um, fingers in a number of different holes. What's the what's That's the so disgusting. what's the phrase here? He's got his uh, iron. His He's got skillet. More, a lot of irons in in the fire. That's the thing. Well, I'll say this: if he wanted to um, become more likable, he could lead a uh, franchise here he could be like the guy who gets that going you need like three austin multi gajillionaires and then you're Tito's. good T tito beverage tito beverage elon elon probably will just uh, michael dell money. michael dell and dell we got some billionaires here we man. got some billies there's no way those three guys get along no tito seems very chill we met him not trying to name drop or brag but we did meet him um michael dell uh somebody saw him in an elevator going up to the chiropractor it was you wasn't I it i rode an elevator with him yeah very cool was he cool uh if we we just one floor we, we rode together we didn't have much of a conversation he didn't like nerd out in those 30 seconds he told me to bring back the forums actually okay yeah fan of I said, tfm i said mike i love what you're doing but i can't do that i love what you're doing with the computers and whatnot yeah. uh and then elon you know whatever yeah the biggest problem is that we don't have a an nhl arena and like the texas stars are great you don't want it at cedar park for sure. No, no, I'm not going to a game up there. No. no. No offense to our Cedar Park residents. Sure. Yeah, you, we mean no offense. I don't know what you do. You need you need to build a rink, and as, as soon as Austin has the facilities God. or at least the land set aside, I know. I know. So Houston's going to get it, probably. Kansas City and Quebec City, but the economics of the Canadian dollar don't exactly align right now. So Something, Dave. I got to ask you a question, Brett. Sure. You're saying Quebec City. Is it not Quebec? It's it's Quebec. Okay. Good. I've been saying it wrong, as probably most Americans or definitely most Texans, for a very, very long time. I mean, they're not going to, they're Canadian, so they're not going to get too mad at you, but uh, it's Quebec. Okay. Good um, to know. By the way, the, the reason this is all taking place is that Tempe, Arizona is holding a referendum, a public referendum, uh, to decide whether or not they are going to pass a billion dollar multi use entertainment and sports complex in tempe which the public for some reason uh, is going to vote against so interesting there are a lot of nimbies over there dave you know what that is no not in my backyard mm. so you're a nimby okay well, austin has as many of them yeah i get it man uh quebec or quebec formerly uh hosted the nordiques remember the nordiques everybody remembers that yeah mm -hmm. Yeah. I still don't really know what a Nordique is. Can you help me out? I'm gonna guess it's just a related to sort of like Nordic. Okay. Like the North the Northerners. That's the smart play here. That's where the money is. Brett, as a co-host of the Cold Stove podcast, give us some context here. How big was that Boston Bruins collapse? You know, it, it it's almost I almost it's almost sad because it it really the more this happens over the couple of years, like the Lightning in 2019 had the, one of the best regular seasons of all time, bounced in the first round, swept in the first round by your Columbus Blue Jackets, Dylan. Mm -hmm. um, Boston, greatest regular season of all time. Most wins of all time in the regular season. And they get bounced in the first round by the Panthers. Sheesh. So it's just throw the record books out, Dave. It's just it, playoff it's experience. Playoff hockey, Dave. Playoff hockey, anything can happen. That's why you just have to make it. Who you we blame? Just him? have to make the tournament. Oh, is who's the blame for? Has got to roll, so, man. So the Monty? one, the one thing that Bruins fans and faithful are holding on to is that they believe the goalie, uh, Allmark, was hurt, and they they kept him in too long, being not at, at himself. 
Okay. So you're up 3-1. Allmark and Swayman kind of duel it out. And then he's, he's kept in for too long while being not 100%. You gotta, so you're giving away a, a game, and then that game becomes three games. I was just going to say real quick, you got to feel bad for Boston fans who never have anything nice. Right. Their success over the last 20-something years is... Yeah. I did see our good friend Pete Blackburn's video. Um, he immediately, you know, props to him. He talks a lot of shit. That's what he does about other hockey teams. Um, he, he wears it, though, when, he's, when he has to. He knows a lot about it. But he got out there, and he faced it. And I genuinely felt bad for him. I was like, and I like Pete, so I, I that had a lot to do with it. But I was just like, damn, this dude's this dude's hurting. This is a guy who knows that the next uh until the Bruins like run back a cup, like he's going to be hearing this. You gotta be built different to to be like that. I, I just run and hide and I don't even talk shit on the TL. No, you, you really just, don't. <laughs> if if Texas goes down to an inferior opponent and it it's happened several times uh of late. I don't even talk shit, and I just I'm off the TL for two days. I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna read what people have to say. Yeah, and and credit to credit to Pete for doing that. But the problem with this Bruins team is that it, it's they're old, Dave. A lot, of, a lot of UFAs. They they multiple guys could be retiring on this team. McAvoy said as much. Uh, one one tidbit of information that uh, the guys talked about over on Thirty Two Thoughts. Shouts to them. They they basically were potentially going to play in australia next year like an exhibition series or it might have been a real game and they had to take a vote as a team they said do you want to go to australia it's going to take a lot be away from your family etc and bergeron uh didn't want to vote because he said he i don't know if i'm going to be here next year what's that flight from boston to australia it's, a, it's like? far dude. probably boston to la and then la to aussie they don't fly over like the north pole they could fly anywhere they wanted to really to get there yeah yeah, that's right. There are many options. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, anyway. that's uh, that was a stunner. Stunner. Stunning, 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 stunning. But it sets up a uh, a matchup with probably the two best American-born players right now. Mm. Matthew Kachuk. Mm-hmm. Austin Matthews. Uh I've I've been enjoying these playoffs quite a bit. Especially of- the nights where my uh my Dallas Stars aren't playing because I can just Pop it on. There's a game seven on or a game six. And it's just, they're usually good. They're usually very good. One of my favorite first rounds in recent memory, you kind of, stuff that you don't expect to happen happens. Although I did, I did mention the Seattle Kraken potential upset there that happened. And now, and now here we go. We have Oilers Golden Knights, Mm. which is, is definitely my favorite series of this upcoming round. Dylan, uh, the the Connor McDavid's verse. We got the G uh, Knights. We, we got the Stone Man. We got Marcheseau out there. Everybody's He's naming pretty, players. Banged up. We got the Ikester. We got Phil Kessel out there just dangling people's little dicks off. Yep. You, 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 Phil Kessel is is uh, he's old and he loves hot dogs, but man, can he? He's when he gets the puck. You're talking he kind about of, he kind of is the Glizzy. He has a Glizzidente before you. Talk Sorry. to me about their the Golden Knights chances here. I think this game, go, uh, this series goes six or seven. Honestly, this yeah. guy just and moved it, it along so we couldn't make an old Glizzy oh, joke. I'm here to talk puck, Dave. All right, I'm horny <laughs> for puck. You know that about me, right now. He is horny as he's twice sitting down, folks. He's so the Oilers, I, I I know about Connor McDavid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. that he's he's the best player in the league. He is. He's very very on good. the planet. Get um, familiar with Leon Drysaddle, Dylan. Okay. Because he's going to score goals on you and be like, who the fuck is this guy? Okay. Get familiar with Darnell Nurse. You're I hate that guy. I should be concerned. Yeah. Okay. 
The Oilers probably the favorite in this series. If yes, if you uh, if you give the Oilers a power play, they're going to score. Get on the edge of your seat because it's going to be two minutes of like, oh fuck, two minutes of hell. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Now okay. the Golden Knights, to their credit, have their own players. Jack Eichel's playing incredible Eichmann. hockey right now. Stoneman's out there with a healthy back, just out there doing his thing. Healthy-ish, but he's sure. out there. He's out. He's like you playing golf. He's like it hurts, but I'm going to play through it. Yeah. That's why you know. That's why uh, finishing that series in five was probably very crucial for them. Huge for them. Okay. Good goaltending. You got a rookie goaltender on on Edmonton playing, so you never know. He's okay. played well against okay. the Kings, but it's going to be a fun series. It's going to be a fast series. I'm excited to watch McDavid play. Uh, you should be. It, yeah. It's going to be a blast. Yeah. It's going to be a blast. I think games are going to be like like five four six five in that series. Okay. Now the Dallas Seattle series it starts tonight. Polar opposite. We're looking at like 2-1, 3-2, okay. and it's going to be a nightmare for Dave because if a goal is scored, it's going to be like, I don't know. I don't know if we can get that back. Whereas your series, it's going to be it's going to be goals all over the place. Hockey is uh, anxiety-inducing for your boy. Yeah, Dave's going to have some late nights. I'm just saying it right now. Yeah, we got an 8.30 puck drop tonight, and it's a, it's a Dallas game too. Uh, who on the Kraken, who am I going to hate? Who is there? Um, so the Wild, it, it obviously after game one, it was Dumba. Yeah. And Ryan Reeves, everybody knows Ryan Reeves. Sure. Who on the Kraken am I going to be like, oh, that's the guy? You're going to hate Matty Beneers because he's not on your team. Mm. You're going to love Beneers. You're going to love the way he plays. You're going to want him on your team next year. So he's got it all physical, physical, fast, young, kind of that, like a hot shot personality a little bit. Mm. Jordan Eberle, another another name you're going to hear a lot. Yes. He's a glue guy, but he, man, he, they play well. Vince Dunn, he's going he's gonna to throw a check that you're like, that's not legal. Oh, weird. Didn't just go through an entire series with those. So. Yep. You're going to hate Vince Dunn. You're going to hate Philip Grubauer, excuse me, because he's an outstanding goaltender. Outstanding goaltender. Yes. a hockey player. That's probably where this this series is won or lost, right? In goal, because the problem is neither you nor the Kraken have a, what do you want to call it, like a go-to, this guy's going to get 60 goals a year score. Mm, I want to... I want to... I mean, Robertson... Healthy Rope. Rope, like everybody's like tier 1B, whereas... The, like they have Jack Eichel, they have Connor McDavid, they have Leon Draisaitl. You guys both like both teams that are about to play. It's going to come down to the depth. Like your third line versus their third line is going to decide the series. Interesting. And uh, Pavelski game time decision. Pavs. Pavs. Put Pavs back, back on that on that top line. I do think Dallas wins this, and they might even win it handedly. Like this, Dallas and six. I Dow, I was gonna say six. I you don't you never want to say Dallas and in, in five because it just seems like you're setting yourself up to uh, look silly. But and then the anxiety starts building, and the next thing you know, you're uh, the team with the greatest record in regular season history, and true, you get taken out. Are you gonna go to a game? Do you want to go? Yes. Let's talk to Cali. Let's 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 orchestrate something. I will go. I will absolutely go to a game. Okay, because it's gonna be a fun series. You're talking about in Dallas, not Seattle. Well. I would love to go to. I bet Seattle's an electric atmosphere. The uh, the Climate Pledge Arena, the Crack House, the Crack House. Yeah. Oh, so they're doing pledges. It's the Climate Pledge Arena. Okay. AKA the Crack House. Yeah. Oh, is that an official nickname? Sure. I think it's un unsanctioned. Okay. Then I got. Lastly, I'll mention uh, Toronto, Florida. Going to be a very fun series. Two, a bunch of studs all over the place there. And then the sneaky series is New Jersey and Carolina, two teams with 
not a lot of uh, star power, but two very fast, very uh, well-constructed teams. They're two teams that have sort of followed the uh, money ball model, Dave. A lot of analytics on those squads. Love it. You know we're deep in the weeds on that, next-gen stats, things no of that nature. Hey, the, our guy on the Devils last night who got absolutely just steamrolled, got caught with his head down. Uh, what's his status? T uh, Timo Meyer probably sore today, but he did appear on the bench uh, in the third period of that game. Hockey guy, wildly, yes. I uh, <laughs> I thought we had a broken face on our hands. I I thought that was a very very bad one. But he, he, he didn't hit his head on the ice. He didn't hit God. his head on the ice, but he had that like his muscles locked up. Sometimes a football hit does that, and it's just mm -hmm. like, oh my god. Speaking of hockey guys, Joel Erickson Eck, Dylan, you familiar with him? Of his course. work on uh, the Minnesota work. Wild played uh, played a game with a broken leg last series. You ever done that? Remember T.O. played that Super Bowl with a broken leg. You podcasted with a broken leg. Yeah, have you done that before? Probably not. No, I, has I, this guy I ever done that would. before? Uh TBD. I don't know. Yeah, he probably hadn't. You also podcasted with sore calf muscles. Yeah, has he ever done What's that? What's wrong with your calves, dog? Uh, I had doms one day from some delayed uh, onset muscle soreness, some calf raises. Oh, okay. He had lactic acid Dude, in his calf. I thought you were doing like Dom Mazzetti or something. For three days, like that. I couldn't, like, I couldn't walk without looking like really? a total idiot. It was I've got video very of it. Bad. He gets oh, no. mad if I release it. So I, 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 don't get, I don't get mad, but yeah, it was uh, very uncomfortable, very unsettling. Okay, Dave, I'm excited. Playoff hockey round two. Let's go. You want to give us your uh, your Bills draft opinion? Bill, any knee jerk? You want to give us a, your official Brett Merriman uh, big game grade of the week? Sure, I'll give the Bills an A minus. Ooh, I'm I'm the uh, I'm not Dolphins draft guy. Dot Jeff. I am uh, the the dude clapping, proud guy clapping. Dot Jeff. So you're the guy. Okay, so you were aware who uh, Dalton Kincaid was. I was. I okay. was. Good. Good. No relation to Thomas. My my hey, if you want, if you saw my board and I didn't show anybody because I try to keep it a secret till you know later on, I had him atop my tight ends. I do need to find out from potentially a, a, a intern of ours whether or not they were going to take Kincaid uh, right before the Bills because the Bills I think were twenty seven and the Cowboys were twenty six, and they uh, by all accounts it sounds like the Bills expected them to take Kincaid, so they had to, to leapfrog them. Bills added a, a run stuffer today. Uh, former Longhorn great Puna Ford signed a one-year deal there because he wants to win really? a Super Bowl. He had he had better offers elsewhere, but he wants to win a Super Bowl in Buffalo. Mm. I'll tell you what, Dylan, it's a, a smart move. He's a good smart he's move. He's a good ball player. Yeah, so I'm excited about what the Bills did. They also signed uh, Latavius Murray. You familiar with his work? I am. And oh, yeah. Damian Harris. Big, big running back room just got a lot uh, older. He's old, old to go along with James Cook. Yeah, Murray is not great anymore. Uh, he had 700 yards last year. Sneaky, it, like a sneaky seven hundred in, in twelve uh, in twelve games. So I was okay. very surprised by that. But right. uh, exciting stuff. Ole Miss uh, recruiting's not doesn't seem to be going well. I'll, I'll I'll end with that. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. Uh, Chris Beard, Ole Miss basketball. Just, That's going extremely well. Cameron Ugh. Barnes, Duncanville, three star, four star, depending yeah. on where you where you look. But yeah. a good player, nonetheless. Should, should Texas have just kept Beard? I mean, really? Uh, probably not. No, who yeah. cares? Does anyone care? Uh, yeah, uh, a lot yeah. of people care. No, I Dylan. mean, I mean, not the the Dom Vi thing. Is, oh, like is it any, who's giving Ole Miss shit for hiring Chris Beard? Is anybody? Nobody. It was forty eight uh, hours of forty. Like, you get it through that yeah. first forty eight. Boom. That's all. That's all it was. Mm -hmm. uh, I imagine when he rolls into um, you know LSU or some of these other uh, less than favorable arenas, he's going to be hearing it from the student section. But 
that, you know, who knows? I, I don't know. That yeah. it, it didn't last long. They're probably not going to schedule any home and homes with Texas or Tech in the coming years. Mm. Yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be interesting. Well, Texas, yeah, when they join the SEC. True, 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 yeah. true. Of course, exciting stuff, Dave. Playoff hockey, NFL draft, Ole Miss football recruiting. That's just that's that's where my head's at these days. That's Brett Merriman to go folks. on with my full time job. And you can hear him on the Cold Stove podcast. The Cold Stone podcast just doesn't hit. No, it, that's like a dessert show. Uh, that I, I I'm not a big sweet tooth guy. Not a sweet tooth guy. Nope. All right, well, we're gonna bring KJ on, Brett. Thanks, as always. Guys. Thank you. You demand, Brett. You know what I love, Dylan? Other than having Brett on, I love saving money. Mm. I love finding places that I'm wasting money and eliminating them, therefore saving me money. A wasted dollar. Uh, you're out of here, buddy. Bye. That's why we are big fans of our sponsor, Rocket Money. We all use it. It is so helpful. Uh, subscriptions, old subscriptions, stuff we signed up for that we forgot that we don't even use anymore. It'll tell you like, Hey, you've been paying for this for like a year and a half. And it's, it, I have to tell you, it's a humbling experience. Cause you're like, wow, I thought I was on top of things, but rocket money will point out areas where you are lacking. I feel like no one is immune to, uh, subscribing to something and then kind of forgetting about it. Like it happens to everybody. There's just too much going on. Yeah. Way too much going on. Rocket money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Dylan, what if I told you this? Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, and chances are you're one of them. Like that Stars app just to watch one show or that free gaming trial you never actually used. You had that come up. I'm not going to name names, but it was your son. I just That literally just happened to me, yes. Rocket Money will quickly and easily find your subscriptions for you. And for any you don't want to pay for anymore, you just hit cancel, and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. It's that easy. I did it recently with a newspaper subscription. Uh, Rocket Money has saved me... Uh, Oh, I don't know. I don't talk finances publicly, but you know, a couple hundred bucks, a few hundred bucks. I didn't know you had it like that. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. Helps you manage all your finances in one place, and it automatically categorizes your expenses so you can easily track your budget in real time and also get alerted if anything looks off. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash bang. That's rocketmoney.com slash bang. Rocketmoney.com slash bang. That's Rocket Money, formerly True Bill. Check them out. Can't recommend it enough. Well, well, well. <laughs> Live from Parts Unknown. It's KJ. Um. I couldn't be happier to be here. Um, and if I if I sound subdued, it's probably because I'm sitting in a small corner of a uh, very, very, very nice public library. And I'll probably be asked to leave at some point. But wow. uh, I, I've gone through all sorts of hoops and hurdles to make sure that we could get this pot off today. So I'm happy to be here. You sound... Um... We're going to have to do something with this. Randy, I, we're going to need a <laughs> screenshot of KJ... Cause it, yeah, it looks, this looks very sus and like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like wanting the wall behind you to fall down and just like, there'd be like uh kids playing ring around the rosies behind you or something. It, it looks like a wild I'll do a 360. Scene. Uh, do, do you want me to show you how extravagant this situation is? I don't mind standing up. Well, let's get this out of the way. I'll, I'll pull back the curtain here for the good people. Here. You're going to need to go to YouTube so, to catch this footage folks. 
But oh, uh, oh no, there's a I'm, there's people next to you. Mm-hmm, what are you mm-hmm. doing? This is a gorilla podcast. You are truly the bad boy of podcasting. The boy is pirate potting today. It is. Uh... You're the Che Guevara of yeah. pods. Yeah, you would think that most public libraries would allow you for a small nominal fee to reserve a study room, or like I typically do, just got a nice little co-working space. But uh, the good people in Frisco, Texas, say if you do not have a uh, state of Texas residence or a uh, city of Frisco residence, your your money is no good here. Damn. No love for the pods. Sheesh. <laughs> well, we're going to talk draft stuff. Um, we had we had Big Game Brett give us his official uh, Big Game grade of the week to the Bills, and we want we don't have to do our our draft grades yet. Um, we know people are champing at the bit for that, but we're gonna we're gonna make you wait like a little bit longer, maybe like till the end of next season before we grade the draft. But highlights, lowlights. I don't know how much you guys watched Thursday night. Um, biggest thing for me, Jonas Brothers getting a lot of FaceTime. Mm-hmm. Um, probably on there a little too long. Just trading old uh, Jonas Brothers stories. Is this good content? Which network were the, were the Jonas Brothers on? Were they across all of them? Because I, I somehow didn't. I watched the whole first round and somehow just didn't really see much Jonas Brothers on my screen. Uh, ABC, ESPN, I think. So if you watch the NFL Network, you might have been okay. Free of them, but also full of like Emmanuel Sanders and Rich Eisen. Mm. Okay. Okay. Not a Rich Eisen guy, huh? I love the 40 yard dash. Is it a good bit? Are we still doing it? <laughs> it is a good bit. It's a good bit. I enjoy it. I like it. It's a great bit. A full suit, a man in a full suit running any amount of distance is always a good bit. Reminds me of the Mentos commercial. The Fresh Maker. Mm-hmm. Did watch the entire first round. Uh, first round, very exciting. By Saturday, you're kind of over the whole thing, you know? Plus, it moves really, really quickly. A lot of suspense, a lot of drama, a lot of excitement in the first round, though. Uh, Will Levis is probably uh, the, the story of the day. Okay. I have been told, I've heard, I've heard people much more into this than I am, that ESPN, ABC, they were going to make an, a concerted effort to not focus on these these storylines, like the dudes who are falling, like the Aaron Rodgers, the the Johnny Manziel's, you know, they've done this. They do this every year, and uh, I feel like they did it a number of times with Will Levis. And I'm assuming that a lot of that has to do with him just being surrounded by hots, mm-hmm. um, his sister, his girlfriend, Randy, big fan of his girlfriend, as we learned this morning. His sister, while pretty, looked too much like him especially when they were sitting next to each other. So I was just, it was, it threw me off. I, I couldn't get into it. Yeah. His girlfriend was very attractive. Mm-hmm. This is the part of the part where we get horny. Get into it, he says. Yeah. <laughs> yeah clearly. I mean, I can't laugh at him. I, I was on the, um, the beat of monitoring his sister's uh, Instagram follow account because my mind was blown that uh, within, I don't know, by the third time they showed them, I think I screenshotted about four times her follower count jumped by about 50. And by the time he was drafted from the time I started tracking, she had added 5,000 followers. It was a great day for her. Great day for the Levis family. I'm sure sure there were online accounts who were so lowly to be posting it publicly 
while I was just giggling and enjoying that content of a fellow Wisconsin Badger uh, privately. He was interviewed leading up to the draft and said, I will only attend the draft if I feel like I'm guaranteed to be a top, I think he said top 15 pick. So he felt really good about his chances of going very, very early in the draft. He got some bad intel. The smoke was there, dude, and it's all – it's like the, the 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 talking heads on ESPN talking him up, and it's like, oh, look, the line moved. Like he's now expected to be like the first pick. Based off a Reddit post, I think, that, that is how that whole thing started. Somebody did him wrong. A Reddit post, and I, I, don't, I forgot the account that actually posted it and how like, you know – valid or whatever this count is but yeah they said like um will levis has been told that he's going i think number one or number two i think it was number one overall to carolina obviously not true the amount my favorite thing about the draft other than um getting to do the uh, dolphins fan video um which is the bit that everybody looks forward to and no one's tired of uh my favorite thing is the um watching the disinformation campaigns from like teams front offices and they have their, their guys, their journalists, their, um, you know, their Adam Schefter types, their, uh, you know, all the talking heads that they talk to and they'll, they'll leak something to them. And in reality, what it is, it's not their actual, what they're planning on doing. It's something that they know is going to get put out there and it's going to make, hopefully in theory, other teams react and maybe panic and trade up. Um, and I'm wondering, I don't know what the angle would be with Levis. I don't know who would be playing that, but it's it's hilarious. It's it's such like state sponsored media, um, people just using journalists to to like get their message out there for their own benefit. Um, but two thoughts there. I, I think the Cardinals could have been a part of that, given that they were the ones who did a great job of trading back. Then you know, wouldn't you? Well, I guess they would be the ones like hyping him up for somebody to trade them to get that pick. Um, and second, I don't want to say it too loud given my proximity to a certain facility here in this town, but do you think this disinformation for, I don't know, the Dallas Cowboys had a lot to do with somebody telling their local NFL network beat writer, like using the word tight end over and over, maybe it was just misinterpreted. That was the red herring. I also won't say the name given that she's a wash beauty, a good friend. Oh, okay. I gotcha. I, I didn't. You somehow made that horny. I didn't think yeah, you'd do it. Sometimes it. horniness goes over our heads. Yeah. K- K- KJ can sneak one in on you. I thought KJ was going to be on his PG shit since he's sitting four feet away from a stranger as he just evidenced. But no, he's going to he's gonna do it. He's not going to get like too blue with it, but he's going to work it in if he has to. And I respect that. And he's rocking the rowback hat and the too much dip long sleeve tee. Very cool. Very identifiable. Very low-key here. Just completely flying under the radar. Um, this is the first podcast I've ever done where there's a fully exhumed like T-Rex skeleton 100 yards from me. It's blowing my mind. Damn. Blowing my mind. Wow. Blowing Dylan's too. Yeah. I need to bring the homie there. Check it out. Um, it's pretty It's pretty. Visit uh, Uncle Klein. I think uh, I would say 11 out of 10. Must visit for sure. Okay. How about uh, how about that Deuce Vaughn pick? First of all, just the pick, the pick on its own, even without the uh, the cool story. What round? Sixth to the I, Dallas I, Football Cowboys. He's a, a fucking baller. So yeah, he's a tiny lad. He weighs a, a buck, what seventy? He's no, he's bigger than that. That dude 
is fucking good. He's a ball player. He hides behind those big offensive linemen. He kind of squirts out of there and mm -hmm. is in the open field, un like untouchable. I love the pick. I really do. I think yeah. he's going to play for years. I think um, it's you always are like, I'm like hesitant to be like, no, dude, this dude is a baller. Because it's like, am I just saying that because he's a big 12? He played in the big 12 and I watched him play like a number of games and watched him like tear up a number of defenses. He's a pain in the ass to play against. He is. And uh, the obvious comp is uh, Darren Sproles, who I think had one inch on him. Same university. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. I look, they did not take a running back, but I don't know. I think it uh, it makes me happy that the, the running back that we did take is 5'5", five five, but also electric, absolutely electric, and is going to get a handful of touches a game, hopefully. And we get the very touching video from the Cowboys' war room. His father, Chris Vaughn, is that correct, is on staff with the Cowboys. He's a scout. Um, and so – that whole like he got to make the phone call to his son and you know you want to come to work with me next week that was very cool to see. yeah that hits diff that Happy hits diff if family. you uh when you have kids if yeah. you guys are out there and you don't have kids you hadn't done the the proper stuff the sex to have a kid or you're just unable to like just wait till you do and then you'll go well, back and I watch that video um you could say if if you have a father which all of the listeners presumably do and they were on the receiving side of the call that's a pretty i mean again the way he phrased it the way they pulled that off granted it was like made for tv dallas cowboys content but that cut right through you know all of that facade um legitimately getting like kind of chills thinking about it you know um, and, it, and then for them to cut it and then for him to you know hand the phone to uh to jerry uh so jerry could just ramble through <laughs> explaining the why the moment was important it's like dude we could have cut the we could have cut this clip um after uh chris vaughn makes the call because um jerry doesn't make the clip any better mm -mm. he actually what does he say he says we is uh handing in your card that's my jerry i've been working on it that's um, good it, it's it's classic jerry and i honestly which is jerry yes he got extremely folksy on that too um your daddy gets a little bit uh big game brent not to be confused with brett um no that's my favorite thing each year is is the reactions and like the guys who who get picked who are genuinely happy and getting to see the secret audio that they post to the instagram a couple hours later love it give me all of that i think it's great um oh there's kj we were we we're beginning to worry we thought um, maybe you're getting censored oh no 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 these people can't stop me um i say that very very timidly like they absolutely can't they could probably um, stop you <laughs> uh i want to say given the deuce Swan pick we know that tony pollard's coming off an injury the next rumors that we've seen have been tied to the return of zeke how upset are you that that's now the news real there's no way ain't no way Ain't no effing way. We're not bringing Zeke back. I will cry. Who's your other running back? Who's your main running back? I don't know. Pollard. Don't worry about that. It's Tony KJ. Just don't worry about all that. Look, not I, I'm not feeling super optimistic about the Cowboys next season. I'm sorry to say. Uh, oh well. Okay. I'm not. Well, why is that? Well, they. I don't. I feel like I'd give their draft a 
B minus. I, I don't like that they're running Deuce Vaughn and Pollard out there. What? We just talked. You just said you like the Deuce Vaughn pick. I, I think it's a, for the sixth round, I think it's a good pick. I, I don't think the Cowboys are going to have an excellent running game. I no. mean, I could be wrong. There, there's going to be another move made. But more, more, more to the point. And hopefully, that, it's not the guy they just cut. More to the point <laughs> is that Philadelphia is had an excellent draft. Uh, they also added DeAndre Swift, I believe, made the trade. The Lions. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just Philly got a lot better. I think over the last few days. Yeah, I mean everybody. Yeah, it it does look good here a few days after the draft, but. Uh, Jalen Carter, you know, I we knew he was going to slide a little bit. Didn't know uh, I was hoping he would slide. You know, be there at twenty six. Uh, that would have made things interesting. But uh, yeah, dude, Philly had it. Philly looks good. Philly looks good. Philly has their issues though. Um, I don't know. I think uh, my favorite pick was uh, the Bills. Like Brett was saying, I love Kincaid in Buffalo, the Utah kid, because. Uh, okay. You know, he a lot of people were saying that he put up those numbers mainly because, you know, it helped when when Utah put uh, former quarterback Jaquindon Jackson at running back and really freed up um, Dalton Kincaid, you know, as a blocker, but as a as a pass and a route runner. But um, I, I still like that pick a lot. KJ, your thoughts? Many were thinking he put up those numbers, like majority of them, when they were wearing their airbrushed helmets. Um, but gotta you get know, past the airbrushed helmets. Uh, you just you gotta get past it. It did throw me off whenever they cut to his selection and presumably in either a house or an apartment or whatever. But him rising is always like very identifiable, but also kind of like, wait, where do I know that guy from? Face. Mm -hmm. You see him and he's got his goatee and his long hair, and I'm like, wait, why is he there? I'm like, oh, of course he's there. It also gave off like, hey, he's having his draft party from his like sophomore year apartment but uh you know shout to him i like that pick too i do think the the jags kind of had a hand in um making sure the cowboys didn't have you know dalton kincaid available with their like trade back one spot and then trade back two spots right in front of the, the uh, cowboys i thought that was all tied together but cowboys are happy with who they got i do love the mozzie so that video we, we did a meme on too much dip instagram it's uh mozzie smith um, it's from about a year ago, maybe longer. Um, him, what is that drill? He's hop doing like a stair hop. I don't. There's probably a better name for it. They're like bounding. They're, it's probably like an, uh, an explosion or a. Um, it's bounding, but it's vertical steps. I can't. I can't explain it. And I remember seeing that because he was uh, Bruce Feldman does a freak list before every college football season. It's just like his list of the biggest freak athletes in college football. And I remember seeing him posting that video and being like, oh, fuck, that's sick. And then I didn't put it together until – It's um, a large man Cowboys doing that. Picked, yeah, 330 plus, right? Yeah. Doing I, those kind of hops, that's pretty nasty. I like the pick. I, I thought they reached a little bit with the the tight end they drafted in the second round. But there, there was a run on tight ends. Their, their hand was kind of forced there, I, th I think. Um, I, I From a personal standpoint, I love the Damarian uh, Overshone pick. Because he's just a great kid, Longhorn. I gave I was you my really excited to share that news when I saw that. I, I, I'm like, I'm sure Dylan sees this or saw a tweet on it, but like, I was excited enough to be like, hey, yeah, this is news for yeah, specifically Dylan. I was happy about that. We were texting with uh, our our friend Klein about it. Uh, very excited about that. 
Um, I think he, he'll thrive in that Dan Quinn defense. Yeah, I uh, I told you this yesterday. I just have trouble uh, disassociating him with uh, that Texas defense that one year that I swear to God, they were one of the worst tackling defenses in the Big 12. And they just missed. He he lays the wood. When he gets you, like he gets you. But I just feel like he missed a number of tackles. I don't remember many missed tackles from him over the last couple of seasons. Hopefully, hopefully I'm wrong because he yeah. was he was really sick coming out of college. I think we've highlighted him as like being the exception. I think the Kansas game when they missed bowl eligibility, we talked about Xavier Worthy and Overshow being like all in at the end of that game and visibly like distraught when they lost that game. And yeah. I think we talked about that being a really good sign going into the offseason. And then Xavier Worthy like went into the portal and then decided not to stay in the portal like two weeks later. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, regarding the quarterbacks, am I the only Anthony Richardson fan here? Because I I'm very I'm very into that dude, and I know it's it's probably going to be a wild ride, and it's going to take some time, but like I kind of love it. I, I I can't get past the numbers he put up. What I think what what was Florida like six and seven last year? Fair. And yeah, his they completion good. percentage was like fifty three percent. Um, I know that he's got all the athletic ability in the world, especially for that position, and he has a huge arm. But we've seen guys fail that have tools like that. So I, I don't know. I, I I need to see it first. He obviously has a ton of potential, but I, I don't I don't believe right at this moment that he's gonna be an excellent quarterback in the NFL. Is this because you're you're scared that he's gonna beat out uh Sam in Indy? No, I no, I'm not. Sam has not had a, okay. a good run. No. So KJ. Yeah, that quarterback room. Yeah, you beat me to it. That's exactly what I was going for. I think that quarterback room has what Sam in it, and then um, Jake Fromm. I want to say like it's just a a, a group of names that mm. you look at. You're like, okay, yeah, Anthony Richardson's going to be playing way too early. And I think if anything, that's my concern for him. Is I like um, who was it? So people were talking about like should the Colts pick up a quarterback in third or fourth round. I don't think that'd be that controversial. I think that's what Washington did when they picked up RG3 and then picked up Connor Cook. Mm -hmm. um, did that T-Rex just eat a kid? Yeah, I think he just – somebody <laughs> just got Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to tell what audio picks up because that m might have been 400 yards away, but it did echo. Yeah, we, um, we heard the kid just sprain his ankle or whatever just happened. Was it Connor Cook the, the year that they picked up in third or fourth, or is it um, Kirk Cousins? Who did they draft – after RG three, oh, I don't remember Connor Cook. I feel like was after was much after uh, RG three Michigan State. But yeah. I could be wrong. Yeah, so whoever it was, they they drafted two quarterbacks in the same draft, and I thought that worked out well. Um, and I, I would have liked the Colts to have done something similar, but again, given that they've got Big Sam in the room, who knows? Okay. Any other thoughts? Parting words on the NFL draft. Shout out Bijan going eight to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Don't love that that team doesn't really have much of a quarterback situation. Desmond Ritter. So hopefully like they, they figure that out and he doesn't. They don't run him into the ground too soon in his career. But it could be nasty. I'm very happy for him. It could. I, I don't know what Ritter is going to turn into, but I mean they've got what's the kid's name? Pitts, tight end is. Mm -hmm. is I think he's still got potential in Bijan. Their wide receiver they got last year from USC is good. Real quick, um, hats off to Kansas City because I think the 
like draft a turnout that I think I, my mind goes to for like, hey, that's a packed, decent scene was like Nashville a few years back. You got all those articles about bachelorette parties or complaining about it, but like Kansas City showed out. It looked like a music festival. Yeah, I don't know why anybody would ever want to go to that, but it, it did have Neither. a good turnout. <laughs> and uh, it just hit me, KJ, it sounds like you're at a, a, a sleepover and you've got the covers pulled over you and you're trying to like talk to a chick on the phone, but like all your boys are like running around, like playing paintball or something like throwing like toilet paper in a house. Like you can hear him in the background. <laughs> That's just me. I'm trying. I don't, I don't think these headphones have like voice isolation on them. No, you're I wish good. They did. You're good. Shout out to people out there for hanging in there. Hey, I don't know how you guys started your day. But I started mine with Athletic Greens. How about you, Cowboy? Uh, yes, I did too, as that is how I start all of my days, David. I started taking AG1 specifically. Why is that? Because I don't like taking like seven different pills, mm -hmm. vitamins, to get like the stuff that I need to uh, be healthy, to sleep better, to be more alert. I've gotten to a point to where on the few days here and there that I like forget to take it, maybe I'm too busy and I hustle out the door to, like, trying to get here or whatever – I feel like incomplete. I feel like I'm missing a huge, like vital step in my day. Then it kind of sets me back a bit. Don't like it. Yeah, because with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, mm -hmm. whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. Those are all the things that, hey, not telling tales out of school here. We're guys and we're in our late 30s, mid to late 30s, some might say. We have to start thinking about this stuff, and it's a noticeable difference when I do take it, like Dylan said, or when I don't take it. I feel like I didn't do uh, I didn't do something, and I need to go home and do it at lunch or something, which I will do. But normally what I do, I wake up, put it in about six ounces of water, put it in a little shaker, shake it up, and just pound it. It tastes good, and it's hard to believe you're getting all that good stuff, but you are. It's lifestyle-friendly, whether you eat keto paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. Uh, Dylan, you'll like this. Contains less than one gram of sugar. No mm. GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything while still tasting good. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash bang. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash bang to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Talk a little, uh, little NBA, little NBA, little round ball. Uh, dropped today that uh, doesn't look like Dylan Brooks is going to be back in uh, Memphis. Doesn't they look at all like he's going to be back in Memphis. At what point do we feel bad for him? He made his bed. He will get picked up by another team. The yeah. joke has been he's going to be playing in China with Ben Simmons. I don't think that's the case. <laughs> Look, there's a, he's probably going to – the way this thing works lately, he's going to end up in Dallas, and I'm going to have to just own it, and it's going to suck. Um, yeah, Toronto. Uh, I could see him landing there. Like, I don't feel bad for him, but I do think that short memory, you know, needs to be just like um, – Draymond has done worse, said worse, but he's also has the skins on the wall. Uh, Pat Beverly has done worse, said worse, but he doesn't claim to be better. Pat Beverly's and, the comp. 
Draymond is he, Draymond has been an integral role, uh, integral sure, part of the true. Warriors dynasty. Whereas like Pat Beverly's never. That's true. That's true. Yeah, saying Draymond's replaceable would be an insult to his career. So yeah, you know, and Pat Bev did his time in Minnesota. He's done his time like with ten different teams. So, um, I, I think that he need you know Dylan Brooks is going to end up somewhere, um, get himself a bigger contract after that, and then underperform, and this is going to all happen again. <laughs> Love it. Um, we get Warriors Lakers. Does that do – I mean, does that – as a team who – I assume we're all Mavs fans here. Dylan's a Spurs fan. They weren't in the playoffs either. Mm. Does that get you excited? Because, I mean, it, it has to get the uh, NBA execs excited. You're getting Curry, LeBron yeah. again. This is a, this is a marquee matchup that's going to get a, a casual like me to, to tune in to games for sure. Love stuff. Who are we pulling for? LeBron. You are okay. The Lakers is the team he plays for. I'm pulling for the Lakers. I the guess. Lakers. Because LeBron is uh, second in all, second all time on the goat list, and I want to see him uh, okay. maybe pick up another another ring on his way out. Don't think he will, but I would love to see it. You don't have to bring up the goat debate every time you bring up LeBron. Just just letting you know, he's number two on my goat list. We're gonna get <laughs> we're gonna get hate mail. People are gonna write us letters and mail it to our office. I was worried he was going to say the all-time scoring list, and we were going to be forced to remind people that Carl Malone once impregnated a 13-year-old, but that's not where he was going with it. Mm. Um, give me just a force. With a is my preference. This man's in public <laughs> just forcing these. He's cracking up. I hope that kid back there figures out that Rubik's Cube or whatever he's twisting around. I keep hearing something. I don't know what toy that is, but, geez, man, he's been working at it. Um, yeah, look, heck yeah. Playoffs fun. I'm tuning in. I'm a I'm a I'm a fourth quarter tune in guy. Assuming there's no NHL on, I've watched much more NHL uh, just because it's been better. Uh, I'm sad for the Kings. I found myself pulling for them. Davion Mitchell, former Baylor great, pulling for that team. Harrison Barnes, former Mav great, nice dude, great dude. Uh, did not come up clutch, um, but the Kings are the Kings were fun, man. That was electric. The light the beam thing. Okay, a little played out, but still very cool. Cooler than anything the Mavs have going. We've got the fucking Maniacs, which is the one of the worst Four bits mascots. in sports. We've got a drum line that's not even that – I don't know. It should be cooler than it is. I don't know. This isn't a Mavs pitch fest. My, uh, who I'd like to see in the finals because the Nuggets – I think we all settled on the Nuggets out of the West. I think we also mentioned Lakers, but Nuggets for sure. Um, James Harden pulling out a win. And game one over the Celtics reminded me how fun it is to watch him when he's good, but also Embiid, like when he's back, I want to see Embiid and Jokic in the finals. That would be tremendous television. I think that's the the dream for me. Um, I don't think the I don't think the NBA would love uh, the Nuggets in the finals just because they're probably not the biggest draw. But I mean, if it's enough to get somebody like you know our podcast into it, Jokic, Embiid. The MV, the two, uh, you know, your top two MVP candidates, that would be fun. I would, it would, it's weird, man. I don't know who I would pull for because on one hand, I do, I do like Harden, and I do like Embiid. I don't like Philly, and then Denver. I've got really nothing against anybody on that team. I'm a little disappointed in the the Suns right now going down two games to Denver. Huh. Uh, I, I thought we would see more out of that team. I, I know that Denver is a tough a tough squad. I get it. Denver's good. Big Durant guy, though. Uh, 
Yeah. Um, it is. <laughs> I am getting some joy out of uh, Chris Paul just absolutely melting down in game one, just taking runs at people in the third quarter of the first game of the series, like just doing Chris Paul things and then pulled from the game last night. I'm not sure what the status is there, but, um, you know, tough scene. I'm sure I'm sure they'll get at least one back in Phoenix, but uh, you hate to see it. Now it's time to party. This Ooh. is the part of the pod where we do, oh, sports, a little bit of that, a little bit of partying, we have a little bit of fun. Did you guys see this Little League parent punishment in New Jersey? This is, I, this is so phenomenal. Um, if you are a, a youth sport parent, and you're chirping the umps. Not only will they kick you out, but they'll say, if you want to come back, you got to go volunteer as an ump for three games, this and is, then you can come back. This is genius. I love it. So, I would love to know how many fans do. like, Because if it's me and they, they put that on me, I'm like, you know what? My wife can FaceTime me in. I don't need to go to the game. She can she can do a, a periscope on Twitter or whatever. I mean, this this has become like a, a pretty serious problem. I mean, it probably has been for a very long time, but with social media, we see it more now. It's a very serious deal. And having and having a kid who's played um Little League baseball, like I've been like animated in a game, and I don't yell at the umpires because they're like actual children, like 10-year-old kids. But if there's a punishment that makes you like be on the other side of like listening to these asshole parents yell at you. It's going to absolutely make a difference. I'm all about this punishment. Counterpoint. Isn't this just going to create more backlash against umps? Because you're going to get these people who, if you're if you're the kind of person who yells at umps over in a Little League game, I don't want you out there umping a game. Because I feel like you're going to do a bad job because you're a moron and you have anger problems. So this is just going to perpetuate that yeah. cycle a little bit. It'll make you appreciate, like, what it's like to be an umpire, though. And you're not going to get every call right. It's a tough game, Dylan. Yeah. We're just calling balls and strikes so, here. I've got a close friend who's the commissioner of one of the nation's largest youth sport leagues. Not a name drop at all, but I sent him this article. He said it's a similar policies like in the works for his league in Indiana. Um, he's more than happy to join us kind of with uh, tales of his most outrageous uh, parent interactions because he's not a small guy and he has a very short temper. He is more than willing to like have a parent lose their ass like at a game where he's in attendance and he can't wait for this to like become a thing. But he did say like they would be forced to ref at a game that they're not affiliated with so it's not their kids or like something they're emotionally yeah, close to that's good make it a pain in the butt for them okay uh yeah we don't have to spend a lot of time on this uh the groms on the dl 15 day mm. forearm inflammation mm. okay mm. offense looks fantastic with the for the rangers the bats are buzzing the bats are cracking popping and and gotta say the rest of the rotation is stepping up. The bullpen is ass. Bullpen's not been great, but they've they were okay in the Yankees series when they did have to get in there. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. This is the yeah. book on Degrom. I hate that uh, our friends in New York, all our Mets fans, are like, <laughs> "Yeah, I told you so." We dodged a bullet with this guy, and you know what? Let's see how it plays out. Let's just keep him uh, on the shelf till playoff time. Don't don't force him back. No. Let him take his time. Let him get healthy. They will. Anytime you're dealing with the forum stuff, I just learned this. That's kind of the 
potential precursor to uh, the dreaded TJ, Tommy Johns. Mm -hmm. um, so who knows? They were calling you Tommy Johns yeah. at the Met Gala last night. Yeah, because I was wearing Tommy Hilfiger out there. <laughs> he definitely was. He definitely was. Joe LaCava. All right, I'll go ahead and get my uh, forearm stuff, usually being a precursor to HJs. He said TJs. Okay. Yeah, I'm in public, so I can't make that joke. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, you just did. My forearm inflammation from from that, too. You just did, KJ. Uh, Joe LaCava going to Patrick Cantley's bag. Of course, the now former caddy of Tiger Woods. Um, doesn't doesn't um seem like a good thing for for long term Tiger or for what you know the optics of what he might be after his latest procedure. But if you're paying attention, you don't you didn't have like no, an optimistic outlook no. about his no. longevity here. No, he's, like he's he's kind of done. Yeah, it's fine. I, I wish done. he was going to anyone. I like Joe LaCava. I wish he wasn't going to the slowest, one of the slowest players on tours bag. He wants to get paid though. And uh, get paid. That, that's a good, a good guy to, to walk alongside if you're trying to stack paper. Okay. And we did talk Antonio Brown's in here. We Brett led off with a heater. I mean, An Antonio Brown, I don't know how he recovers from what Brett, Brett said about him. What a shithead though. For Sounds real. like a real ass. Yeah. A stupid ass, Dylan. A real stupid dick, if you will. Should we run it back? Let's run it back. Of course, run it back is the segment during which we talk about what we already talked about, David. Mm -hmm. They've been calling Dave Martin Skrilsazy. Antonio Brown, noted scumbag, as we just mentioned. It's Quebec, not Quebec, you dumb idiot. Mm. Houston Probs getting a hockey team. Don't like that. Phil Kessel is still overweight and loves a glizzy. Dangle still, though, Dave. Yeah, noted dangler. Dude can skate. The dude on the wild played a hockey game with a broken leg, but has he ever podcasted with a broken leg? Mm. Because I have. KJ is podcasting live from a public library, a place that is famously a very quiet environment. Despite being in said library, KJ remains diabolically horny. <laughs> KJ coming to us live from Jurassic Park, where a kid <laughs> we heard lose his life. The live. kid was eaten. And oh. finally, KJ out here looking like he's calling from a sixth grade slumber party. Wow. KJ, uh, what what books are banned at that library? <laughs> I am uh, I'm gonna leave this podcast, go look for the anti-racist baby books and see if they can uh, check them out to me. Very cool. <laughs> Very cool. That concludes running back. Oh man, KJ, thanks for thanks for hopping on. Yeah, thanks, KJ. We'll, we'll be back next next Monday potentially with a guest. We're looking forward to it. Until then, mm, bye bye. When my team wins a big game, it's good. But when my team doesn't win the big game. You better look out, Buster. I'm a loose cannon. This is not good at all.